who's gonna tell him there can be a better day? Who's gonna show him that Jesus is the way? Cause we don't tell that man about Jesus. How will he ever Welcome to the Local Church Missions Podcast. This is Estevo Montoya, and I'll be your host. The Local Church Missions Podcast is a ministry of the Valley Bible Baptist Church in Española, New Mexico. And the purpose of this podcast is to help local churches fulfill the Great Commission locally. If you've been following our podcast, you'll see that we've already done two episodes dealing with the Great Commission. The first one was talking about the plan of the Great Commission. The second one dealt with the preaching of the Great Commission. Today we're going to look at the power of the Great Commission. But before we get into this episode, I want to remind you and encourage you to head over to www.greatcommission.church. Again, that is www.greatcommission.church. And there you'll find an article that we've written. I'm looking to release a few more articles. Also, you could listen to previous episodes of our podcast, including the Plea for Power podcast. And you could join our newsletter. And whenever we have any kind of ministry update, new gospel tracks and different things we feel would be an encouragement to help you in your Great Commission and local church mission program, um, we'll send that to you through email. You could also order gospel tracks. And we've printed over 600,000 gospel tracks and looking to hit the goal of a million gospel tracks. And so I would ask that you would just pray for us that we could do that and also ask the Lord how you could have a part in that in ordering some gospel tracks. We also look to release some, some I guess, almost as you consider them digital books, ebooks. They're not necessarily ebooks like a PDF, but they're going to be on the website uh, dealing with different topics. And we'll have multiple topics, and those topics will have um, different chapters. And so each topic will be kind of a book to itself, um, dealing with things like uh, church planting, biblical church planting. Um, mission conferences, how to hold and do mission conferences that'll bring glory to the Lord and so forth. Um, and just things like biblical preaching and expository preaching, uh, the ministry of Paul, uh, just a very detailed uh, guide on that and, and so forth. And so we're looking forward to adding those pieces of content on the website here in the near future, at least get a series started and we'll have about six to eight different articles that will include a be part of a whole topic and that'll be kind of like a digital online book or a blog book something like that i don't know exactly what it is but i know what i'm trying to do so whenever you see it on the website you'll know what i've envisioned but uh, nevertheless we're going to talk about uh, the great commission power and so we talked about the preaching of the great commission and left off in the gospel of luke chapter 24 where jesus said to preach um, repentance and remission of sins in his name um, to all nations beginning at jerusalem and he says you're witnesses of these things it says in verse 49 and behold i send the promise of my father upon you but tarry ye in the city of jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high and so we understand the power of god doesn't come from us it comes from on high it comes from the lord himself and he gave this promise and if you're familiar with the gospel of john um, you know that he talks about uh, the promise of the father the comforter, um, one who will come alongside and 
That's the idea of the power of God dealing with this thought of being endued with power from on high. When I looked up that word endued and its definition, it came up with the idea of uh, to put on, to be covered with, to be in, just enthralled with something, to be overtaken by, um, and just to be completely covered with. And, and when you think of that, I often think of the Old Testament illustration of uh, Samson. I've been reading in the book of Judges, and uh, that's been where my Bible reading's been at in the last uh, few weeks, and uh, looking at Samson and other judges as well. But it talked about how the Spirit of the Lord would come upon Samson and give him this power to do great things. And often these great things in the book of Judges dealt with um, battle and war and overcoming uh, the, the enemy and those who oppressed the children of Israel, but the Spirit of God would come upon him. And that's the idea of being endued with power from on high. God has given the promise of his Spirit and the promise of his power. And God wants to take over our lives, so to say, and fill us with his power so that we can go out and do what he's called us to do in the preaching of the gospel and fulfilling the Great Commission and establishing local churches. But often when we think of the power of God, we think of it in that context of, of someone like Samson that has this strength and power to do great things and have a great impact. And while that is a valid way to look at power, and we're going to see that here in a few moments, there's also another way to look at power, and it deals with authority. And so we haven't looked at John yet and his um, account of the Great Commission. So we're going to turn there to John chapter number 20 and verse number 21. Jesus is uh, meeting with his disciples, and as he's meeting with them, he tells them, Peace be unto you. And uh, some doubted and so forth. But then you go to verse 21 of John 20, 21. Then said Jesus to them, Again, peace be unto you. As my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. And this idea of being sent, it has the idea of having authority or power to go along with the, the commission. And we don't go in our name. We don't go in our power. We go in the name of Christ. That's where we're to preach um, the repentance and remission of sins in His name, in all nations, um, and so forth. And so we, we understand that it's, it's in His name and it's in His power. Now, this idea, it reminds me of my son, Anthony. He's uh, five years old and sometimes we'll play games and he has these little guns and he'll tell me, stop in the name of the law. Now, um, you know, you look at that and that's, you know, he gets that from, you know, he saw it on TV or something like that. But you hear people saying that and, and normally a person doesn't have to listen to a person. But when you tell them to stop in the name of the law, you're saying it's not me. I'm not the authority, but there's a higher authority that has given me permission to do what I'm doing. And that's the idea where as the father hath sent me, even so send I you. And we have this authority that comes from God himself to go out and to preach the gospel. And that, that is very key because there are places where the preaching of the gospel is not allowed and they don't give churches authority. That's one of the big things when you study um, Baptist history. One of the big things that we fought over because, or rather what we were persecuted over, was because we felt, uh, as you read the Bible, we, it's, it's not a matter of feeling, it's a matter of doctrine. Uh, we, we saw in the Bible where there were clear commands that God had given that the Catholic Church and even the Protestants um, persecuted Baptists with. And they, they told them not to preach, but they didn't stop them from preaching. Why? Because those people that persecuted them were not their authority. 
God was the one that was the head over the church and God was the one who'd given the commission and the father sent the son. The son said, so send I you and we have authority to go out in the name of God. And so you see that in the Gospel of John. That's the account of the Great Commission. As my father hath sent me, even so send I you. But when you look at the Gospel of Matthew, you see it even more so laid out this authoritative power. And so Matthew uh, 28 uh, the Bible says in verse number 18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. So he has power. And then he tells them, Go ye therefore. Um, based upon his power, we can go in his name. And we go and preach in his name. We go and baptize in his name. Because he said there, um, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Uh, and so teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And so there's this, go ye therefore, because I, I tell you, you can go. And when you go, you teach them the gospel. And when they get saved, you baptize them in my name. There's authority there. And then he tells them further to, to teach them whatsoever things I have commanded you. That again, there's this authority that comes with the preaching of the gospel. It's not our power. It's not our name. It's not our strength. We go in his name and in his power. And it's kind of like uh, messengers during the, the, the dark ages, during biblical times, often a messenger would be sent to another kingdom and maybe the kingdoms weren't uh, friends and their enemies but uh, they would let the messenger in and uh, he would go in and give the message and leave and uh, he, he went there and there, there was nothing special to the messenger but the messenger came in the name of the king and because he came in the name of the king he had authority um, to go places and do things that others didn't and let me say this we come in the name of the king of kings um, God has given authority for us to go out and to preach the gospel and that is power right there. That's the type of power that comes with the preaching of the gospel. But you go now to the gospel of, or excuse me, to the book of Acts chapter 1, and you see another type of power. So you have this first authoritative power, and we go in the authority and name of the one who commissioned us. But now we have another type of power. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, Jesus speaking to his uh, disciples before he ascends to heaven, and the Bible says, but ye shall receive power after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And so he tells them that they're going to have like a, a dynamite type of power. So the first power is a power of authority. The second power is the power of explosion to go in and, and just see God do great things to, 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 to save people and to change people. And, and you see that in the ministry of the apostles in the book of Acts, but particularly you look at Acts chapter 2. And in one day, one sermon, 3,000 people got saved. That's dynamite power right there. And that even also helps us to understand a little bit more about uh, what happens in the Gospel of Mark. And uh, something that uh, we see here in Mark chapter 16, um, the Bible teaches here, um, after he's given the Great Commission, and these signs shall follow um, them that believe in my name, shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, and that's referring to um, tongues of men. Um, you know, they don't speak a new tongue like that's not known. They speak a tongue that they didn't know before, so it's new to them. Um, they shall take up serpents, and Paul, he did that. He got bit by a serpent and cast it off, and it says, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them, um, and they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Now, we covered this in the first episode, but I just want to read reiterate the 
the fact that the Bible teaches that these things have ceased. They're, they're no longer in, in our ministry um, because that which is perfect is come, that which is in part shall be done away with. That's uh, 1 Corinthians 13. And the Bible says tongue shall cease and um, prophecies and knowledge and all these things. And so this type of power no longer exists. But the idea of setting people free who are in the bondage of sin still does exist. And I don't have power to heal somebody, but I have power to preach the gospel that uh, a person can get saved and God could take them from a drug addict and clean them up. God can take them from an abuser and clean them up. God, God can take a religious person who's blind in sin and so forth and, and proud of who they are. And he could change them and humble them. And, and you could see the power of God um, work in a person's life. And it reminds me of the Apostle Paul whenever he is uh, just giving his testimony in Acts chapter 26. He's given his testimony, he says, Delivering thee from um, the people and from the Gentiles unto whom I now send you. And this is what his ministry was in verse number 18, Acts 26, verse number 18, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive the forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. And so that was the message that Jesus gave to Paul to preach. And he, he told him, look, at your commission is to go out and to preach the gospel, to turn them from Satan to God, from the power of the devil, from being in bondage to sin to, to being free in Jesus. And, and that's power and that's powerful and that's the type of power that we see also in acts chapter one where it says but ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you and so there's this power that's an authoritative power we go in the name of christ we go bearing his name and it doesn't matter what people say it doesn't matter what they think if god has called us um, we need to go if god be for us the bible says who can be against us that that's dealing with authority that we have the power of god to go out and do what he wants us to do. But then we have this dynamite power that when we preach the gospel and it, it works in a heart and it works in a life and we're able to, to see God do a work in a person's heart and to take them from the bondage of sin and to set them free, that, that's powerful. And that's what God's plan was for Paul to go out and preach the gospel. That's what the intent was. Um, that was the result. And let me say this, that's what I'm seeking for. That's what I'm looking for. I, I preach because I believe God is called, but I preach because I want to see lives changed. And I realize the fact that I could only do so much, but God's power is real. And we need to seek God. We need to beg for his power. We need to plea um, with God for his power and ask him to use us to fulfill the Great Commission, to, to preach the gospel to every creature. And that's what God wants to, to, to do with us. He wants to empower us. He wants to fill us with his spirit. And so I want to ask you, do you ask God to give you his power? Do you ask God to give you his power to see people get saved, to see people's lives change, to see them come out of darkness and to, to come into the light, to be born again, made a new creature in Christ. That We need God's power. Lives are in the balance. As it was said of Moses, he stood between the living and the dead. Heaven is real. Hell is real. And there's people that need to get saved. God loved the whole world. He gave his son um, for this whole world. And, and people need to be saved. And unless we do it in the power of God, it's all in vain. We need God's power. We need God's touch. We need to be anointed. and We need to be covered in God's power. And so I just challenge us that we would seek God 
for his power. And so thank you for listening to the Local Church Missions podcast. Again, head over to www.greatcommission.church. Join our newsletter. Also look for our Facebook link and uh, just reach out to us, like our page and so forth. Thank you and may Christ bless you today.